I should have never applied. I don't belong in enterprise. I thought the limit was the sky. Not selling other people rides. Now I'm trying to sell a lie. Then I'm here for the long ride. As soon as I blow up, it's by. As soon as I blow up, it's straight to the wrong way. Got some people who gon' say that I'm going the wrong way. Cause they didn't go their own way. You must think that I'm you. Try to take all my fun away. I just get them a pump fake. I know some people gon' hate, but I can't let them dictate how I play my game, how I shoot. Let me see your hands raise the roof. Can I get a hand on my suits? Never sell my soul just to get some fans. Got a silly fan in my room. Uh, I feel like Boosie when I zoom. I do all my problems like balloons. Let them go and send them to the moon. Then I watch him go up like Elijah Then I start to pray like our father I got something real strong in my bottle Like he not strong enough for my problems And my favorite excuses, I got it When I don't wanna talk, I switch the topic Not afraid of that, they know I'm about it Cause you can't get the heaven on a rocket I need to stop and focus on surviving Focus on what I think in my noggin What goes on in my head like toboggan Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. man. Shout okay. out to AHA. Woo. Uh, the, the musical selections that I will be playing are songs that y'all are pretty much familiar with, songs that uh, that have affected us, that we really enjoy, that people have asked me, like, yo, what was that joint? Like, go to the Discord. Um, yes, yes, but, sir. yeah. Yeah, so those will be the selections for the day. Yeah. Um, let's start it off right. Last show of the year. We're we, we going to take this thing all right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK Podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left. Hex. To my right. KG from DC. In the middle. Herb Nizzle. And in the building, as always. J to the R. Man. Last one of 2022, fellas. There we go. The last one. Don't do it. Oh, do man. It. The year in review. Oh, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, wellness check. Heck, how you feeling? Ah. I'm good. I'm How are we good. taking this year out, man? How are we taking I'm, this year out? We're taking this year uh, in stride and just trying to recognize, you know, uh, recognize your blessings, mm. uh, recognize what matters, uh, control what you can control. There you go. And, uh, and let's be better. So yeah. yeah, there you go. Irv, how you feeling? I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm glad to be uh, here so we can focus on uh, – Moving forward, what's what's uh, in front of us in 2023 That's and, and uh, putting the cap on 2022, bro. Yes. KG, how you feeling? I'm feeling like like I'm ready to expand. Um, and that's what I love about coming off of what Earth just said. Like, this is a marvelous time to be able to be where we are mm-hmm. and be on that bungee or that springboard it's like mm, you just need that one or two things to fall into place and mm-hmm. this is completely different yeah in a wonderful way yeah but i'm still angry and ready to pop i hear that i hear that gotta keep it consistent i like that jr how you feeling man i'm feeling um fulfilled this year because you know um this this pod and i mean we're going to get more into that you know as we you know do this final episode um, being able to sit around the table with you guys and just to repeat some of the things that you guys have said throughout the year. And, you, you know, I, I take pride in doing that because I listen and I go back and I listen and I hear you guys the first time, then I hear you guys louder the second time. Mm-hmm. And it just tells me that I'm in a space of growth. And so, um, I'm, you know, I'm excited to continue this journey. 
go forward. Um, it makes for a better pod, but it also makes for a better JR. I know that's right. Mm. I know that's right. I got to go after like, that. I, ahead, I, I like that. Mature. I got to go after that. Um, <laughs> well spoken. I'm, 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 I'm feeling good. All right. uh, I'm feeling blessed. Uh, the last couple of days, it always seems like when there's like inclement weather, you know, when the weather's just acting real crazy, um, I always reflect on those who don't have as much as I do. Yeah. And right. today, uh, we record on Fridays, and today it's like 60-something, so, you know, it's cool. You know, it's like a heat wave compared to the rest of the week. Right. Uh, but the rest of the week has been in the teens. You know, it's been like you know, wind chill, like seven degrees, feeling like outside. And mm-hmm. it always makes me, uh, it makes me reflective. Introspective, too. Introspective of the fact that everything that we go through, um, as far as the, the, the topics that, that we go over and, you know, the issues that we, uh, that we experience during life, I'm always able to have a sense of, I have a home base, that I can that I can have these problems and and deal with from my home base, whether it not be from my actual home or whether it not be from you know from here. Like this is my second home is being on this show with, with y'all, so I, I have the opportunity to have that, and it always makes me appreciative to have that. Um, today's show, uh, we will be reflecting back to the uh, the themes and the, uh, the 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 topics and the segments that has stood out to us that uh, that means something to us for whatever reason um, and I'm, I'm just blessed that for all of these issues all of these topics first of all I've been able to share them with the listeners share them with my brothers and then be able to get gain y'all's perspectives and it, it's it's humbling really. Um, no doubt. So yeah, we gonna get into that. I'm not gonna get too deep. I mean, I, yeah, I did get a little deep, but I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna get too deep. Um, so first up, uh, I'll go first. There we go. I will go first. Uh, the topics that really stood out to me, um, Uvalde and Buffalo, um, for for different reasons. Uh, Uvalde. I'm I'm big on. Uh, the youth. I'm big on future. I'm big on education. Right. You know, the next generation that's come up that's going to take the baton after us. Mm-hmm. Is going to be able to actually have the the opportunity to deal with the the bullshit that that we pass on to them. Unfortunately, um, for Uvalde, uh, it struck a chord with me, uh, because I felt like Uvalde was going to be the turning point. Mm-hmm. I felt like Uvalde was going to be the time where we kind of all came together with like enough is enough. It, it didn't, it didn't quite go that way. Um, but I, I can't be too mad okay. because uh, the midterms came up and we did kind of, you know, the, the midterms didn't go as bad as I thought they were going. That was pretty good. So that gave me some sense of hope, but for the children of Uvalde, for the families that could be anybody in America, Uvalde could have been anywhere. The problem in, with the Uvalde scenario is they allowed the media to change the narrative from the idea that someone could come in once again with automatic weapons mm-hmm. and hurt this many people this quickly. Mm. And they switched it and went full pivot to, no, you know what? That's not it. It's more like um, the police didn't run in and save them in time. Right, they shifted the yeah. You don't. Yeah. 
they, mm-hmm. I mean, you, we've all seen the movies. Come on. That's the police officer, this is what you, this is your shot. You right. come in, you slide in, someone breaks through the roof, right? This, this whole SWAT team breaks through, and you save the day. Mm-hmm. And they show on full film, no one move a muscle around that corner. And that was, you know what, and and that was part of what, what really, uh, I remember that, you know, we did have Sandy Hook, and I got that, right? Like we had Sandy Hook, and, yeah. you know, it was a tragedy, and it was kids and all that. But this one, we had, it was video. Of everything, it was moment by moment. Sandy Hook was like it happened, and then it was like, okay, we got a recount of what happened. Mm-hmm. This was step by step during, and it was like, okay, so if you don't, if you see it in your face, and that still doesn't change the hearts and minds of of those who are still against red flag laws, those who are against gun control, I'm like, and, and, <laughs> the, and the whole thing is that, yes, we can see the ineptitude. That's true. Doesn't change anything from the fact that if you don't get that motherfucker a gun, mm-hmm. then this still doesn't happen in this way. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, anybody can get a thirty-eight special. I understand that's easily found. That is not the issue that's holding people back around corners. Yeah, yeah. What it's is thirty-eight? Not gonna do that. Is okay. is that fully automatic or with a switch on it that can take out everything, including? Hundreds of kids. That's a fact. Knowing that when you come around the corner with either your your body vest, your protective shielding, all the other things, and the tactics to do so, that being the first point, not to play a tough guy like who can't just come around the corner. But the other part is, don't forget, they could be shooting too. Yeah. So if you're if you're bringing on the the if you're the, become the aggressor with more people than the one guy, come on, man, we got 12, 20 people not moved because of the one guy. Oh, man, info at UDK podcast. Um, once again, we urge you guys to weigh in on you know these topics that we talk out throughout the year, and um, you know, I simply want to say um, last week I spoke about um, Victor Bout, and I spoke about um, him being called the Merchant of Death, and just what you guys are saying here, I, my Merchant of Death, I, I am. We are more in danger here today at this table from those people who have these lax gun laws than we are from a victim bout. Okay. We are more likely to be a victim of an assailant who got a, a got who got a semi-automatic or who got a rifle who wasn't supposed to have it in his possession. Mm-hmm. But yet and still, we seem to still, like KG is saying, Look over the idea that we, we, we gave these people the guns. We we impacted you know this kind of violence. So we are responsible, but yet again, we still run away from the responsibility of accepting the idea of it, and we and we try to run from it so far. And so when you say what is enough is enough, I don't know until until one of your own get. Get get you know messed up behind this terrible thing. man. That's it. Yeah, and then the true. flip side to it true. once again is then we don't even have the notion that we will even interject mental health opportunities facilities at at full throttle if you're going to still want to have your gun, knowing that those who are vulnerable enough to to do this type of stuff, you're not capturing them beforehand. And I know what you, what they really want is they want some credit. And if you stop somebody before they kill, you yeah. never can tell somebody, "Hey, here's the whole thing." They got to have this whole, you know, uh, manifesto 
that you know that's all this all this evidence that shows they were about to commit right. this crime. Other than that, you they they don't they, they can't even embrace the thought. What if we just went? We're going to help some people up front. Right. Well, and they yeah. won't get to that point. And that's, my, have and that's my point exactly. Because we seem to come up with the solution to be the mental health um, you know, facilities and, and providing more mental health. But that's kind of like an, a reaction to after the fact. And, 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 and why are we so invested to after the fact and actually preventing the, it from happening in that, the first place? That's what I'm saying. If, if, and I'm saying that as selfish as they already are. You know, it's like I'm gonna do. It's like talking to your to your three year old. Like I'm I'm trying to to give in a little bit and see that you can kind of do it both my way too. And, and knowing that this person is so manipulative, this is how it's gonna turn out. Exactly. Right. They are gonna get what they want. Mm. And so why why can't we just figure out a, a, some middle ground here where we say, look, man, if you're gonna if you're not gonna give on this gun thing, and you know you got cuckoos out here using these guns, you gotta do something. We got to do something. <laughs> we got to do something because and and I, and I we don't. Have, I never wanted to be one of those until one of these senators or congressmen's daughters or so is stuck at the you know at the, at the store when this happens. Then all of a sudden you know it'll become you know Alice's law, you know mm-hmm. because then then it'll it'll hit home right. Congressman so and so's daughter was the one that was was you know it's a shame she was there. We got to do something. That's when we're gonna do something, mm-hmm. but not count all the lives we're losing, and especially these are babies. Yeah, that's that's Come on, man. That's, that's the bad part. Well, well the, the part that makes it worse to me. <clears throat> I said it when we were, when we were talking about this in real time, when they let Sandy Hook happen like it happened. Uvalde is I hate to say it, but it's 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 not as big as Sandy Hook. The Sandy the kids that died at Sandy Hook look like the majority of our congressmen and senators' kids. Mm-hmm. And they didn't care then. So when it happened at Uvalde, you better believe that they cared even less. less. It's the reason why they send their kids to those high dollar schools. Uh, that they think this would never happen. Like like Heck said, it, it only takes one time. That's the bad part. It only takes one time for that that person that has access to those guns to go to that place. I mean, if you you can go to church, so there's no place that's sacred that 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 you can go to a synagogue. You, there's so many you can go to school, you can go to people's places of work. It doesn't seem to be any place that a gun can't touch. But the fact that our our lawmakers are fearful, we're not trying to take all guns off the street. We're trying to take some guns off the street to give our people, our people being law, I'd like to say our people talking about law enforcement a chance chance. as opposed to walking into certain death. You know, you know, it's crazy. Um, I was talking to JR earlier. Um, we were talking about TV shows, right? And so I've been watching, um, I've been watching Yellowstone. If you haven't watched it, but I've been watching Yellowstone. Yellowstone is about, it's, it's set out in Montana and it's about this farm this landowner, right, right out there, and so they have everything on their farm. You know, they got horses, they got oxen, they got you know cattle, they got everything. Right. And so one time, at one episode, they had a bear, right, and that some bear was terrorizing them, and they had rifles. I didn't see one AR-15. I didn't see one what automatic rifle. They did no, nothing. They had long guns, and they had the pump action, and they had a shotgun, and they had handguns. I ain't see no. Automatic rifle, and I'm thinking in my mind when I'm watching, I'm like, "This would be good right now. Would be a good time for automatic rifle." But they don't. Not even then. I think they even lost the concept that you know we still are here in those areas where bears also exist Mm -hmm. before 
there were the guns that you're using mm. were even made. We were here. Those, those you can't just just you know dismiss <laughs> like it was like 500 years and they were found and they had others other things and they still survived. Like you know, so, but you're thinking, no, nah, if if I can't shoot at least 200 bullets in a second, how many? How many? How many? What uh, kind of chance do I have? How many assault rifles did the Native Americans have? <laughs> That's my no, point. But that's why the Native Americans are now on reservations. Because if they would have had us all first, it would have been a lot of different outcomes. Now bro. I get it. Now. All of us will be speaking but, um, whatever the native tongue is right that, now. You know person. what? That's or deep. would anybody be around? That's deep. Just saying. That's deep. If the natives would have had them, but it wouldn't have been against the bears and it wouldn't have been against the, the cougars and all that other shit, it'd have been against something else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so my uh, another issue I have is that y'all, it, it, I keep saying y'all, but. Some people, uh, because of their stance on guns, uh, are making it so we can't have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I get that if you're on that side and that you believe that you, you should have any type of gun, that's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, we should all be entitled to our opinion. But to shut down the discussion entirely, yeah. say we can't have the conversation, or if if we have the conversation and I'm a, I'm a socialist or a communist or whatever, the, <laughs> yeah. some negative term that you're going to create at the time so that we can't have, mm-hmm. or to say, look what's over here instead of talking about what we're talking about now. I mean, y'all keep... It's so many things, unfortunately, that they keep kicking the can down the road. And it's going to come a time where that can can't be kicked. We're going to run out of road. Let me tell you what's crazy. Run out of road. They actually have the nerve to tell you certain medicines are behind the counter now at the pharmacy or in the little cabinet where it's locked up and somebody got to come get it. Oh, yeah. I bought some Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus the other day, and the lady at the store had to come over and uh, approve the, the transaction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and as she walked away, she said, yeah, you had the medicine. I'm, okay, so let me get this straight. Oh, boy, I know where you're going. <laughs> you're going to check on me to make sure I'm good. I'm old enough for this Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus. You can't, uh, What? So the Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus is, is under just as much scrutiny. We ain't gonna have that. as a, as a rifle. We ain't gonna have you getting high off this Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus. I don't know what your kids are doing. That's that's your thought. Okay, great. If you can take that same energy mm-hmm. and put that towards, did you see how many people died at that little country concert in Vegas mm-hmm. when dude shot from the hotel mm-hmm. and just yep, yep. It was they- hundreds of. Come on, man. That is not what I, I thought you were going to say. You mean to tell me I can? You're going to check on me yeah. about this medicine, but I can go back to the sporting goods section and get this AR-15. Right? There. Ain't, ain't yeah. nobody going to walk nobody out and ask me no what, questions. And what you need? <laughs> but but what, just sign it in the receipt. Okay. Oh, yeah. But what's crazy is they they saw, and it could because in this country it's not like if we see an issue. There's not a response. There's an issue with the cold medicine. There's an issue with certain medicines for people to have. And so they saw that and immediately was like, we need to do something. Uh-huh. We got to do something. Let's hey. do this. But when it comes to this other issue of Buffalo, of, all of a sudden it's like, we well, ain't nothing really. I don't, I don't know what we can do. We, we can't keep, do nothing. We keep reacting. Well, we're not really. We're not reacting. We're not at all. It happens and then we talk about it. Yes. And then nothing right. happens. It happens again. And then we just, re- it's like a rinse and repeat cycle. Yes. So at what point in time are we actually going to get ahead of the problem instead of just sending out thoughts and prayers my, after it happens? And my sentiments exactly. Shit? Yeah. Because yeah. you don't use cold medicine to make crack. And I just want to put this out there. I want to really put this out there. Um, for the family of the, of the gentleman who lost his life at the Buffalo. The Buffalo shooting. Shooting yeah. the security guard. Again, I don't want that to die out mm-hmm. the story. No, you know, unfortunately for the wording, but I don't want the story to die. There was a gentleman who lost his life in that 
who was a security guard, who was also a gentleman who had come up with a new patent that was going to show you that he could work and make an automobile work off water. And had the patent for it, and I just put it out there. We don't wish no ill will for anybody who's, however that's going about. But for those of y'all who saw that on Instagram, and I know plenty of people did, I shared it earlier in one of the shows. Uh, Aaron Salter Jr. Aaron Salter, Aaron Salter Jr. Jr. Yep. Let's talk about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, and so that's real, you know. And sometimes we have these incidents that happen, and I and I just I, feel, I always thought in my heart, once I heard about him, I thought someone tried to have because that kid we always said it was so crazy. He drove from Pennsylvania to wherever, yeah, just to do this for no reason. You change the states to kill what at a random grocery store mm. and showed up the day before. Come on, man, that was mapped yeah. out for you, and for whatever reason you had to do it, it's because he did he did something else to put him in a position to have to do so. But you know what? That that also shows you the amount. Because see, we we take these this loss of life for the moment, and we kind of process it and just move on. Next. But you have to understand what is lost. Like with this gentleman who got killed, just imagine what he could have done. Just mm-hmm. imagine what any of changed these the people could have, mm-hmm. any of these people could have changed the world at any moment, could have brought something wonderful to humanity, but they didn't. And it's not like it's just one person. This is multi- and you've all these kids. You never know when them kids could have been the president one day that got us out of of whatever we're going through. That could have been the next Barack Obama. That, but they're gone. I think and unfortunately, here we are. There's the powers that be that are already invested in electric. Mm-hmm. They already and the powers that be are the people who already own most of the gas, right? So they're they're helping them transition first, and and rightfully so. But when they found out, somebody said, "Let me tell you so. We can make this thing work off something that won't even pollute our society." Mm. Yeah. yeah. Immediately, you know, they become the boogeyman. Ain't no, ain't he no doesn't money just become kill. a genius. Yeah, ain't no money in that. You know, let you me know, tell you something. It, it's about the rally cry was, you know, with the MAGA was to make America great again. And we're simply saying, and, and we've been saying this all all year long for the last two years, you know, plus we've been saying this. Um, this needs to be about making America better for Americans. Mm. Just simply like that. Speak simply, Simply put. That's what we're looking for, to make America better for true Americans. We shouldn't get any kickback for that. We shouldn't get any. That's what everybody should want. And what you guys are saying is basically somehow or the other, we're not seeing the the urgency for that. Not to try to get ahead, not to try to, but to make us, make America good for, for Americans again. And, and and make it make it something that we could be proud of, and people could say, "Oh, it was never like that. It was it was better than this. It was better than this." I, I have an idea. I think that if in this perfect world that I'm making up, right, mm-hmm. there's there's a way in which we are able to change the way the the system works in in the sense that you can't simply be elected without doing. Those things you said you were going to do, you could fail at doing them, right? So if you want to play it, I'll sabotage it. Well, we'll we'll go there later. You know, it's like once we started calling flopping in the NBA, we'll adjust. First, we're going to try and see if you're reasonable. Then we'll adjust to even those who think they can they can play that. And and just the notion that 
having some way that that people will be held accountable for at least trying to do the thing that got them elected represents those people. And, and none of those people who live in those districts who voted for that person are going to fight that. Like, okay, that's going a step too far. What do you mean make him? Yeah, yes, make him or her do the thing Make sure that the paperwork gets submitted, that it gets before the board, whatever the th- whatever the process has to be for that thing that that. Otherwise, they become the charlatan. We can't have that. Any outcome, and, we, and that's what we all, you know head of state is all about. You know, the stars are bright, laying it dark at night, mm. deep in the heart of Texas, right? And it's like I'm, it's because he's speaking in Texas at the time. Like if you just do this fake thing for the moment, they're all gonna rally cry behind you, and you'll just win them over. But if things don't get done then progress isn't made. You know what I'm saying? And when we're talking about air, okay, we're talking about air. We went there before. It's kind of important for those who keep treating it like it's not. And again, today when it was 64, it was 11 degrees two days ago. Yeah, something ain't right. Come on, man. Something ain't right. But um, yeah, those are those are the, uh, the topics that really uh, stood out to me and stuck with me when we first decided that we were going to do uh, the wrap-up show. Mm-hmm. Those just, those kind of jumped out. Um, KG. Take us away. All right. So for me, it was the term of the year, the word of the year, gaslighting. And gaslighting can cover a spectrum, but what I got from it this year was y'all, we all grew up with black parents. So when, especially your father would say, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining, is very similar to what gaslighting is. The uh, understanding of what gaslighting is is a colloquialism loosely defined as manipulating someone so to make them question their own reality. So when you're shooting mass, when there are mass, uh, mass shootings, and I believe in November we were at 600 and actually let me make sure that I have the right one up here for that. Talk about we were at like 630. Where we are right now is worse than that. Um, But you're talking about record numbers and this is like the second most of all time following followed up by last year. Um, when you say that guns don't have anything to do with it, that's gaslighting. When you say that, oh, but it could be mental health, that's gaslighting. It's everything that you are doing that is harming these people, that you are allowing them to be uh, cared for in a way that you would not do for people of other races. Um actual terroristic things that are recognized by America have killed far less people than actual mass shooters Mm. by far. But people don't seem to care about that when it's time to hold on to their gun, hold on to their perception of what Jesus was, even though we still put on commercials about Jesus in a more realistic form. And people are not recognizing that well. You know what? It's easy to gaslight somebody when that's what they want. Well, when you again, when you when you gaslight somebody to 
it, it, it's, it's one thing to gaslight somebody say, okay, you know, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining because you don't want to, I don't want you to piss on my leg. Like, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> but if you gaslight somebody to be like, oh, well, yeah, these people that ran up on the Capitol January 6th, no, they was just, that wasn't really like a riot. Freedom fighters. That was just, yeah, they was just up there kind of just expressing themselves. That was, if, tour gone wrong. If that goes along with, <laughs> if that goes along with what you want, oh, you be gaslighting, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you'll spread that shit. So the gaslight, that, that shit, the, the gaslight that they get, it's like a virus. So they gaslight one person, they take it, they get infected, and then they give it to somebody else and they talk about it and it just spreads on and on and on and on. And we've been conditioned now for that term. We're so easily gaslighted towards the things that we feel like we want. Reality is just it's up in the air. It's just up for, reality is up, in, up, up for grabs right now. But reality becomes like uh, who has the better bumper sticker, um, who has the more agreeable thing, like you said, as opposed to dealing in facts and who's actually looking out for you. Mm. And that's the dangerous part when we are so comfortable in simply, oh, I like them better. As opposed to, oh, you're actually trying to protect me. And again, like like you talked about bears, you know, 200 small bullets ain't the thing. They they won with spears back in the old days Mm. when the actual natives were around. They won with arrows against the same grizzlies and other animals that were running roughshod over the whole nation. Mm-hmm. But when you can make a buck off of that, let's just run all of those oxen over the over the the ridge and if and you, and if pick you could, up the body and if you can make a buck off of it and have that person feel good about themselves, don't think these the 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 firearms and the automatic rifles and the the high power weapons that they're using these are for their ego. This is it has nothing to do with protection. It has nothing to do with hunting. This is all about your ego because the fact of the matter is most of them. And I'm, I'm gonna say this, and you can get mad info at udkpodcast.com if you got a problem with it. But 99 percent of the motherfuckers who are overly hyped about being able to have access to these rifles and being being able to be unchecked about grabbing these rifles, y'all some bitches. When Trump y'all said, y'all are some bitches. When Trump said if we have some good people there with some guns, mm-hmm. at the time something happened with a gun. That was the ultimate gaslighting. Oh yeah, he was trying to tell this group, like you know, who already is you know, in, you know, pissed off for even having something they they're interested in questioned. That's the first part, like how dare you? And then the second part is they're like, but I'm I have I'm not crazy. We get it. Okay, cool. But the notion that again that you we can't come to a, a medium with you know yeah yeah I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> Oh, you got all these gun, all these guns. Whoever you are, and all this ammunition, who's who's after you? That's my first question. Yeah, that's a question. Who yeah. is who's after you? Who's after you? And I mean, at what point in time is this army of? I mean, that's if if, movies, if, if this is a, you are concerned about protecting your property. So you, when you live in Idaho and Montana and Wyoming, who are these? Groups of black and brown people that are going to come to your door with their guns to take over your settlement or whatever the f- it is that you're protecting with all mm, yeah. this ammunition that you got to protect your your homestead. But mm. that goes back to that goes back to what KG saying about get they've been. But that's the whole point. The reality has been so warped that in their mind they are, they right outside the door. You asking them where they at? They down the street. They look. They they, 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 they don't be for me, man. They all <laughs> everywhere. And you know what? Yeah, you're not and they're they're you know what? They're in the same place. Did, did the caravan? Other, other, we other still migrants, wait, did bro. they get here? We they're coming. Wait. They down the street. 
They come. But it, you know, that's a shame that uh, there's a certain segment that gets uh, uneducated people. I mean, they told y'all that's what they, they, mm-hmm. they like. God said he likes it. But there's a certain segment of people that get all worked up about stuff that doesn't. I, I, have y'all? We still. I'm still waiting for the CRT from <laughs> kindergarten to, to the twelfth grade. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know. I'll tell you what. If my daughter comes in and starts to be, and she's talking about CRT. In the seventh grade, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a proud papa. Oh, wait, 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 what she said? What? Well, you know, the systematic white supremacy. They talked about that in history class today in seventh grade. Sheesh. CRT was my. That's yours. All right, we're gonna have we're gonna my, my segway. number one segway. Yes, sir. All day. Uh, critical race theory. Uh, if that doesn't tell you that the powers that be are always maneuvering in silence with an agenda that only suits themselves. This is the ultimate example of it Mm. for them to pop up and have the media ready to go with, with the story. They'd have to track them down. What do you mean? What is this thing? What are you talking about? No, they were already abrupt to to all of what this new get up was going to be about, which is going to say, we don't want, and there's a group, let me change that. There's a certain group of America that shows that they didn't want to hear or have their children ever learn about the contributions of African Americans to the society, which also involves, in the midst of telling the great the greatness that we would love to have included in history books, was to also tell you the struggle and the strife for them to make that story of becoming something in, in America even a greater story. But that struggle and strife comes with telling that there's also a, a boogeyman to the beginning of the story. I just I find that it's 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 uh, some the, bullshit. Well, no, because the problem is, is the minute we do get some progress, like an Obama become a president, and then we have somebody. It's like the minute they get a chance, they're like. Got a new idea. Somebody like they they, they brainstorm. Is anyone have yeah. you know somewhere in a meeting room and someone's like, I got it. Let's just call it this, you know, because they always got to have someone go with a great PR game. And then since they already run, who's going to run the story? Well, then that, they're guaranteed to get the story out. And then it beats society having a chance to even give it a brush back mm-hmm. to say, Hold on, man, what you talking about? Of course, African Americans matter in this world. Of course, they've done tremendous things in this world. But most importantly. Let's not forget how they started America. So, so I, <clears throat> um, I'm gonna go back, and I'm sorry we've been binging Yellowstone. So if I keep going back to it, I'm sorry, but it's fresh in my head. Okay. Uh, but there is a young lady in the show, and she's a native, Native American, right? Mm-hmm. And so she gets the opportunity to go to this school and to teach American history. Mm-hmm. So when she goes in there. First of all, before she gets the job, she asks, she's like, what version of American history am I teaching? Because if I'm teaching the bullshit, I don't want anything to do with it. I want to teach it my way. So that the, uh, the the dude that's giving her the job, like, you teach it however you want. Okay. So she goes in there the first day, and she reads directly <clears throat> from Christopher Columbus his breakdown of his first meeting with Native Americans. I believe they were in uh, the Bahamas. I believe I believe it was Bahamas. It was definitely the Caribbean. It was Caribbean. And so when the first he first met them, he talked about um, how ignorant they were to weapons Mm -hmm. and how easily not not gullible, but easily um, swayable. I don't know if that's a word, but they were. Mm -hmm. 
vulnerable. Vulnerable, yeah, right. how vulnerable they were. Mm-hmm. And he talked about it and said, yeah, they'll make great slaves. He's like, we can make them do whatever, 50 people, we make them do whatever we want. And the, the kids in the classroom, the ones who were native, mm-hmm. they panned. And you could see the ones that were native was like, yeah, yeah, this sounds right. And the ones who weren't were looking, their faces were just so screwed up like, what? They was like, he said what? And this is right from his journal. This is not something that she made up. She read directly, quote for quote from a journal. Mm-hmm. So when I think about the effects of if CRT was actually real, mm-hmm. that is what they're afraid of. They're not afraid of the people who are in the know and the people who have children in school that have been taught already. They're afraid of their children hearing it and being like, is this I'm looking at the brochure we got sold, and this is not what this sounds like. And see, let me tell you what I, I feel like is the ultimate, the ultimate opportunity for them to humble themselves, represent their country, show respect to African Americans, and not have to eat all this crow. And that is to simply say, as they've done before, but that wasn't us. But how you how they how you big that up and, and put you and become grown about it mature about it respectful about it is to say it wasn't us for everything that did transpire we're going to make sure we acknowledge it in all facets so it never becomes something that we that we're running from see that's how they that's what that was the first downfall the minute they ran from acting like it, this didn't happen in the way it happened that story's being exaggerated and and again here's someone telling you this is Christopher Columbus's and I believe that's also one of the reasons they were willing to change it to Indigenous People Day yeah because they were like oh well the more we keep bringing him up the more those notes gonna keep coming up where he said what he said and had no and had no reason to worry about today's press when he said it I, I just think it's unfortunate that we had a whole administration that went out of their way to to say that they wanted to have free speech based on lying or basically it was presenting a different perspective. And my perspective isn't this perspective, even though this perspective is factually correct. I should still be able to make up shit and lie to you. Mm-hmm. Alternative. CRT is for real. That is real life stuff that has happened and been studied and proven. Mm-hmm. But you didn't want to discuss it because it was unpatriotic. So how can you have it? Both ways. That's. I'm just curious. It also eliminates their children from becoming more compassionate mm. to those black and brown people. Yep. Don't you give in. Stay together. Don't believe it. Like, don't believe what? What actually transpired was you're telling you're you're trying to eliminate what we call history, and that was the real downfall. But the real problem is, is if we don't have the press behind it. They don't realize. Well, here's what they were able to able to do. Mm-hmm. In, in Virginia, they were successfully even getting Yonkin voted in on this very notion that it was in already in the schools. That tells you how disillusioned people are, disconnected. How discon how how unaware they are of what's actually transpiring. Someone can just yell something, and people are going to be like, "What?" And not even, not even, do, you know, they're not even going to Google to find out if it is true first. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's, With it's, Google being their only source of information. Uh, like this guy, Ricardo, Richard Santos, this, this guy that just got right. voted in as yes. Republican in New York. Yeah. The, the joker that just said that I, I lied. About, I made up where I went to school George at. Santos. Right. George Santos. Yes. Yeah, yes. George yes. I made up where I went to school at. I made up what, what my, uh, everything that I who said I about for. where I was from and where, all that was a lie. I'm Jewish. But the Republican, I, I'm Jew. No, I'm not Jewish. I'm Jew. Ish. Hyphen-ish. Uh, but the Republicans right now are fighting to make sure that he gets to get seated. 
Yes. Why? Because they got something on them now. Because now, I, oh, now you about to that's, get, that's how, now you about to get down, buddy. This is how important it is for us to have power in the House Representative because the truth because the truth doesn't matter if it makes doesn't matter. Power matters much more than the truth does. All day. Uh, Charlemagne the God has always said the truth doesn't matter as long as the lie is more entertaining. Uh, this is beyond. Let's just be clear. When you decide that you don't care about the truth and it's just so much easier to move in that space, human beings are just prone to relate to the thing and move in the thing mm-hmm. that regardless of whether it actually helps you, it just makes you feel better. Good, yeah. And when you have these children who are taught to be unsympathetic, not because uh, it would make them better people, but because hey, aren't you just happier that they can sing and dance better than you? Cool. Leave them in that box. The minute you have to actually care about them, then that gives you a whole new reality on life, Mm -hmm. which is why that's always been their thing about, oh, well, the big strapping buck is going to come in and rape your wife and your daughter. But it was never about the rape. It was about the love. Mm -hmm. It was about the feelings that would be caught. It was never about the fact that the buck was this, that, and the other. It was always about when they start caring about them, they can't work them the same way you want them, them to be that's worked. A fact. That's, a fact. that's humanization. Yep. That's the that's the preference that's being evaded. Mm, that's a fact. Um, wow. Uh yeah, that was so yeah, that that was that was a wonderful, wonderful half. Um took me back. I actually, I got. I've been going back and listening to the other shows in preparation for this one, but mm-hmm. I need to kind of double time now. I kind of, I need, I need to get a little bit more under my belt because because I'm flashing back now to other episodes. I was trying to streamline from July. Bruh. It was oh, it was so man. hard because oh, our episodes man. are long, and I was just like, God, oh man, wait till, we come, wait till we come back from the break. I got a, I got my second one. You got your second one. That's going. That's got your. T- I got mine oh. after. After with Jr. Because oh, I, I have some connection. I, and, and and I just I I, I hope that. The, the the listeners when you're listening to this just go back and listen to the episodes that we're referencing um because you'll you'll hear the journey you'll hear the the emotion and you'll hear the caring in each one just like you do every week um but these are the ones that stuck out to us and the ones that really affected us and if you do have one that stuck out that stood out to you that that we haven't mentioned info at udkpodcast.com like jr mentioned um don't be afraid to hit us up uh we're gonna refresh our drinks uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we talked about, what we didn't talk about, and we're going to be back for the second half. Hex. U. D. K. The Colleagues. Do you remember when you had to work for what you wanted? I do.
I've been up for days with no sleep, yeah It feels wrong, but I'm not sober, yeah Trying to figure out the enemy, hey I'm hoping I can talk about it Find my way around it I know I done wrong, had you pissed off I ain't proud of it, no You will never let me live this down I just hope you come around and say Yes, sir. Oh, boy. Ah, shout out to John Vinyl for the musical selection. John oh, Vinyl. Man, yeah. That was slick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. real smooth. Something kind of, you know, to bring it down a little bit. We yeah. was a little hype on the last episode, you know. Last sounds like, sound like the countdown, man. It sounds like we're coming down to the final countdown oh, yeah, yeah, of, this, of, this, of this lovely year. Yeah, man. Last segment of the last show of the last year, but better things to come, 2023. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Y'all yeah. better, boy. Mm-hmm. Y'all better get ready. We got some stuff in the works. 23. What? Jordan year. Let's do it. Uh, all right. So, uh, Hex, I know we got through uh, the first. So, take us through the second segment, topic, issue, whatever it was that stood out to you right. that we've gone over in 2022. Man, my second issue was something I just couldn't believe that got my full attention. But it literally got America's attention and the, and the world's attention as well. And that was Roe v. Wade. Mm. I see, I was, yeah, I was going back and forth about bringing that up. Yeah, I'm glad you did. I just, you know, America is an amazing place, but it is, a, it, you know, it's a, it's a historic for so many of the wrong reasons sometimes mm-hmm. as well. Uh, after all the years, you know, it'll be 50 years, January 22nd, 1973, is when they said, you know, women, we understand if you don't want to have this child, you're pregnant. You don't have to, and we have the means to help you move forward without doing so. And we just stood on principle from that point on, like, this is how it is. We, you know, it was almost like one of these these united things like for a long time. Like, we just civil enough to understand, oh, okay, hold on, it's, you know, uh-oh. You know, it's, that, that, no one's just doing that for jokes, you know. And to have the the courts decide, the Supreme Court, after we again, this is why we got to vote mm. and pay attention because yeah. as they as Trump letting Trump in allowed a snake in to even put in the position he would manipulate who would be in a position to, do to make final decisions for this country yeah. that would hold merit forever until the next comes about to change it, and we let that ball drop, and here we are with the understanding that women are what sixty percent of the country. Something like that. Of the, Something of like that, the yeah. world, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's women, yeah. It's like fifty three to fifty six, yeah. It's and, women, yeah. And then and the notion that here here are these men who show up and say, No, here's what you're gonna do, here's what you're not gonna do, because we said so. And we've already got the legislator, legislature put through 
to to manipulate the system to get it done. And that's just come on, America. We we so much better. You know what? That Roe v. Wade. So we've had uh, we've had missteps. Uh, as far as being America, trying to be that beacon for the world and, you know, trying to be the world leader and, and stuff like that. We've had some missteps along the way, but a lot of the missteps that we've had, the rest of the world looked at us and was like, oh, OK, yeah, that happened. That's messed up. You know, you guys had a coup. Uh, OK, we have coups. I, I get it. Uh, you know, you guys had terrorism. You know, you had buildings get knocked down. OK, we get that. We do that, too. Right. You know, what I mean, you have. Oh, we did that, too. When it was Roe v. Wade, the rest of the world looked like, wait a minute, what? Like, hold on well, now. What what is going on with y'all? It's kind of like when you have a neighbor and your neighbor kind of like you know some some they might let their lawn go a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay, oh, but he let his bushes go. Uh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Wait a minute, what the fuck is going on with the leaf? You don't you don't take care of the leaves in the back of your yard. Everybody does that. I can understand the bushes, get, but the leaves. Now, like your, who doesn't take care of the leaves? Your neighbor be like, hold up, but she she can't drive, but. Hold up, she can get an abortion. Like, hold up, <laughs> what the fuck y'all doing? Like, right. that was different first, levels. That was the first time where I really felt like the 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 bad choices that we had made it, it culminated to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It culminated all of the stuff that we had gone through. They have to you know have that in, in other areas of the world, but that one was just like, damn, like is that is that how far we fallen? So you gotta yeah. eventually you're gonna have to pay the piper, right? So All the time. It was yeah. sad to me, it was sad that uh so many of our um Supreme Court justices went before Congress at different times and straight up lied and said that they were mm, fine with yeah. president and they were going to do anything it. about um, Roe v. Wade at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a shame that a lot of um Evangelicals and white national—I'm sorry, Christian nationalists. <laughs> no, you said, said it right, right first. Um, you said it right. Are saying are justifying their faith in 45 by saying he re- because he reversed Roe versus Wade that all the bad stuff was forgivable or or ignorable because he's a good. So, guy. but my question then is because you know I always have a lot of questions. Yeah. My question then would be: so if he hadn't overturned Roe v. Wade or hadn't put the Supreme Justice Supreme Court in justice place. in place to overturn Roe v. Wade, what excuse would you be giving his behavior then? I, I just thought it was masterful the way our resident uh songwriter threw in merit and didn't throw in Merrick at the same time. Like it was it's beautiful that Hex Hex brought up Merit oh. but didn't bring up Merrick. I just thought it was it was like it was a silent Merrick in there. I dig it. Merrick, the way he said it, like it was just so dope. It was so dope the way he did it. Like if you get it, you get it. Yeah, like, like you, triple you, you understand. A triple entendre. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He, he even halfway, <laughs> he even halfway stumbled over it just so you had uh, m- 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 merit. Mm-hmm. Like uh, bars. Yeah, bars. But boom, boom. But yeah, that that um, uh, it, 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 I don't know how. As society, we and we look at other countries, we look at other cultures, and I'm not gonna say we look down on them. I'm not gonna say it. That might be what happens. I'm not gonna say it, but we look down upon other cultures for the decisions that they make as far as for their people. But then when it comes to something like this, it's like, oh yeah, that's fine. How dare yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. How dare they? So we we forfeit that yeah. when we do something like this. You can't talk we shit go back about to other, barbarians. We go back to barbarian days. You can't talk shit about them if you're doing this. You can't. Not intellectually astute enough to understand you're out of your league you don't have the understanding and this is not the abuse scenario you believe it to be and even if you do 
don't you understand that that person, if you believe that they're making, that they're they're so uh, barbaric, unbalanced, mm. immature, uh, non-understanding to that they're making a rash decision, do you do you, do you think that same person would be a great parent? Mm. Come on now, you know. And, now. and we brought up before in one of the episodes about the notion that they <laughs> here they're trying to tell you that like you know you can uh, you can adopt these you can adopt a child, mm-hmm. right? And that's wonderful. Nothing wrong with that. But and and we have a whole system for how that can be be, be brought to the table. The notion that you want to tell other people how that that's what they should do is not up to you. Mm. And and somewhere in there we have to have a group that says, yeah, truly what I choose to do is is it's on me. Right. You know. So again, it's just. We have such a, a hypocritical consistency. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this ain't be a tat. Like, hypocritical consistency. Unbelievable. Hashtag UDK. Mm. Because that is what it is. It is It is a norm how we just, yeah, they're going to probably do something bad. Mm. You know it's like, And we just kind of all embrace it. Wait for it. And, and, and then the first one to yell is treated like the cuckoo through the press. Can you believe this guy? He's calling the stupid thing stupid. Yeah. You know, he's calling the racist thing racist. Yeah. What's wrong with him? Right? Yeah. And we allow it though, because it's because that's how it's always been. But you know, and, and I don't I don't wanna um I, I I don't like conspiracy theories. I don't. But we referenced before we had a uh, episode we talked about private prisons. Right? Did you know private prisons can sue the state that they're in if they don't have enough Inmates. Inmates, absolutely. Yes, they right. have to have a certain percentage so they maintain the profit. So the people who majority, uh, the majority of people who become inmates are people who come from broken situations. They come from, you know, bad a lack of parenting, bad parenting. So who do you think is going to fill up these private prisons or these prisons that 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 need people? Mm-hmm. Who do you think will fill them up, and who gains from them being filled up? Is it the people that? Don't want abortion. But the, think I, about it. But the irony between not allowing abortion, but allowing sixteen to twenty year olds carry heavy artillery, is so mind blowing that they can't. People who went to Yale, Harvard, all Columbia, all these Ivy schools can't connect those dots. No, is. It, it lets you know that it's not about connecting the dots because either you believe everyone who went to Yale, Harvard, and Columbia, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are stupid and just paid for an education, or you understand that they also understand finances better the part and that, they care more about that. But you know what? It goes back. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to that. It goes back to what you said in the previous segment about humanizing people. If you humanize them and you say this is what's going on, then they approach things differently. The people who... These evangelicals and these uh, white, um, white nationalists, Christ- right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Them, right? Uh, the the way that they approach people who are not in their position and they see people who are like this, mm-hmm. they say, "Oh, it's the concept of the abortion. It's not the situation. It has nothing to do with that." You're looking at the concept of the abortion and saying, "Oh, that's wrong." It's like, well, no, you're not looking at the total picture of what's going on but they're not because they haven't humanized the people that are in that situation they look at it it's like chess pieces yeah yeah yeah. the the scariest part to me is if you 
think of the other parts they added in cases of rape and incest. Exactly where I was going. I just, I just, it just baffled me how it just kind of society just kind of heard that and mm-hmm. just ran with it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, you know. So, in case if someone rapes a woman, a young lady, if someone in your family associated and related to you rapes you as well, we want to make sure there's a group that said we want to make sure these two things be included. In stopping anyone from having a ch- stopping stopping themselves from eliminating the child, so there's a conceptual that, idea in that's which a monster it's okay for rape mm-hmm. as long as there's a child. Mm-hmm. So if you're successful in impregnating during a rape, hey man, we going here's, here's, here's a two to five for you, but for her for wanting to have the abortion. Oh, you looking at thirty? Easy. But 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 you Even see, but, but and you the see, doctor. But consider yeah. the source these evangelic, what is it, evangelists, <laughs> evangelical, yeah, evangelical. I mean, consider the source of these people. I mean, I, what you're saying there, I think they would justify the rape. I, I, they've shown you where that is something that they seem deemed to be to me. So, what part of your church is there rape, for is rape victims? <laughs> Right. 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 You know, so you're, right. You're, you're open as this religious organization yes. that is there and thoughtful and caring and all of those things. Yes. But it, we're going to. So the, the real key here is they would help the young lady out if she was simply raped. Yeah. Right. But raped and had a child. Oh, now well, we're going to tell, tell you exactly what you're going to do. Yeah. That's different. And that's keep this child from your uncle's baby. Mm hmm. Because, again, it's okay. For some reason, I, I, again, if society doesn't become sickened by that notion, I, all these tabloid shows and TMZ and stuff, we got enough real stuff going on. They got enough stuff they can really make juicy. Tell me who was the person who first suggested incest, too. Throw that in there, Jim. Right. Who, who yelled that right. out at the meeting? <laughs> it, yeah, so if I, if I rape my niece and she gets pregnant, she going to keep that baby. She's going to keep it, right? She got to keep it right. Who yelled that hey, who, at the meeting? Who, come sure on, put, are we a society? Put, put put incest in there. Can you just put please at put the bottom incest in there? Just because if with the kids, yeah, you there. know who, yeah. who brought themselves to say some shit like that? And, <clears throat> and them and someone else was like and the person, exactly. And the person was like, yeah. Dude, I was gonna say that too. I was gonna say that too, Jim. Damn, uh, until I mean, you, I mean until these, you brought it up. I, they, these I are the same. Sisters. These are the same people to me that pimp God. Mm. Okay, I'm sorry. They do. Talk about it. They do. I mean, in, in, in so many ways, they come up with every excuse. They are everything to me that that they're scumbags to me. They really are. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not going to cut it. Oh well, you've offended so and so. No, you're a scumbag. Mm-hmm. You pimp God. So why would I think that you would not be condoning rape? Because that's the kind of people that you are. So you don't surprise me now. As long as the dollar is flowing a certain way, that's who you are. So, okay, which way, whichever the way the wave, that's who you've always been. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm calling you out for what you are. You know, we go along with you a little bit, and we kind of just say, oh, so-and-so, but that's who you are. You mm. get everything tax-free, and the people got to sacrifice while, you get, while they're giving you charity. It's just, just the way it is. And mm. then they claim bankruptcy when, they get, when they're um, catching a lawsuit. 
Yeah. Again, I, I, yeah. we have to draw a line. And if you said to yourself, sure, I hear what you guys are saying on UDK. It's, it's bad. Sure, your uncle, your cousin, your brother, your dad shouldn't do that. But that's still a life. And maybe it was supposed to happen for a reason. Maybe you were supposed to be raped for a reason. We can't get to that point. That's the point. When we do that, maybe you're supposed to be raped for a reason. Because if a life comes out of it, then, then that was God's plan. Uh, oh, yeah. But if but if not, then I'm sorry for your torture. Yeah, yeah. One of the uh, Roe v. Wade, one of the uh, the the key turning points of 2022. One of the biggest uh, things that happened. One of the things that that stood out and really affected us as a unit. Um, yeah, that 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 was that was a tough one. That was tough. Um, Jr., take us through it. Oh, man, this has been crazy, man. We've been talking about gaslighting. We've been talking about uh, salt on C on CRT. We're talking about Roe v. Wade, and you know, these are things that our society. You know, my my topic right now is Brett Favre, and I want to talk about what a, a dream team of deception looks like. And this is why we have to be careful Ooh. of these kind of things, okay? Speak on. And I'm going to call names here, okay? Uh, Phil Bryan, he was a former Mississippi governor. Um, John Davis, former state um, welfare director. Mm -hmm. And Nancy New, she was the head of a nonprofit organization. Right. And Brett Favre, typical Mississippi boy. <laughs> <laughs> who was a native of Mississippi. Then you got you have a perfect dream team of deception right there. These are the people that can stonewall things. They can stop you from getting things. Mm. And these people get together in, in such a way. You have a nonprofit, so we can run it through that. You have the welfare guy who's, who, who, who can justify the numbers going out. Right. And you're taking from the poorest of the poor. And you use Nancy New. In the nation. In the in, in the nation, you put her out front, at least okay. to legitimize it to the tune of seventy seven million dollars. Okay. And what is it? Five million of which you were trying to build a volleyball stadium. Um, <laughs> like like the people really needed this, right? <laughs> right. Well, okay. That I mean, come on. Did you see the old? In fairness, did you see the old? That was solve hunger. Women's right. volleyball stadium. Women's volleyball. Stadium. Right. That definitely solve hunger. Did you see the old? One? Okay. And this. I mean, this thing just, I mean, the neediest. You, you, I mean, this, this money was earmarked for those who cannot do for themselves. Those who are, who are the most neediest. Mm -hmm. You've made your millions of dollars mm -hmm. in your career. And still that wasn't enough for you to go back home and rip away from people that you call yourself a native of. I mean, to me, that. That just is a microcosm of everything that mm -hmm. we know to be evil, man. Mm -hmm. And again, I think one of the things we always talk about is where are the, um, the consequences? Mm -hmm. that, and, and I've always said I think someone with um, with more means, it just it it should be the, the consequence should be stiffer. Mm. For me, I, it's the notion that we allow our media to spotlight. Kanye West and R. Kelly, Madoff, Kyrie uh, Irving, uh, mm -hmm. Kyrie Irving, speak on it. Tory Lanez, you know Tory Lanez. Uh, it, 
it's it's there are bad people who've done some bad things, mm-hmm. but how they decided how to pick and choose how long we discuss a story, if we discuss a story at all, mm-hmm. and when we do discuss it, will we even bring up any details other than kind of making it a quick highlight? And when it came to the Brett Favre story, the fact that he's not on every sit down morning show right now. With his leg crossed with a cup of coffee, trying to with a tear in his eye, trying to tell you, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Somehow, but but he's not having to do that because they already they already got it. Football hero, Green Bay Packers, yep. Super Bowl winner, MVP. He, he oh, and so that's why they did the same thing when it came to his pictures of his privates mm-hmm. in New York with mm-hmm. the Jets. Yep, they did the same thing with that. Just whitewash it over. Whitewash. They love him. You seen those? You seen those jeans? And the Jeep he pulls up in, that's the country, boy. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. That's, he's one of us, buddy. Mm-hmm. We all, we've all sent a pick or two. And maybe we have. But that's but but you can't steal no. yeah. from the poor. Yeah. And then act like you're still good. And more importantly, because here's here's the real point. It's not it's not because it's not him that's 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 squash the story. It's those who make up how we treat America and the Golden Boys yeah. and, and the perception of what America looks like. You know, it's John Cougar Mellencamp perception mm-hmm. of jeaned up Jeep Mountain Dew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, they, they, they've done this thing yeah. and we've all, and, and over time we embrace it. Most of us, we accept it but ignore it. But when they got this, the masses to treat it like, yeah, he did. I heard. I heard Brett stole some money mm-hmm. and gave some of it back. Seventy-seven million. What you say? Yeah, seventy-seven. Yeah. When the last time you didn't hear somebody go to jail for stealing seventy-seven million dollars from a federal organization? Yeah, yeah. And, he, and, should, he should. He should be fighting for his life. And, he should be fighting for his fucking life right now. And, and like I said, yeah, I mean, you had this thing cultivated to the T because you had everybody in place. Mm-hmm. Everybody played their role. Everybody knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It That's like, it's, like, it's like going to the hospital and taking the wheels off the wheelchairs, man. Come on, man. It's sick. It sounds like, it sounds like Rico charge. It sounds systemic, doesn't it? It sounds like what, Florida, <laughs> sound like what uh, Governor DeSantis is doing down in Florida with that school board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stacking it. Who I need, where I need them. Mountain Dew, Raglan's, and beer. Oh, my God. Come anyway, on, um, <laughs> it's, it, it's kind of like uh, if you went back to our last segment, kind of makes you think, what was worth it to you? Is it about your, air quotes, love for your daughter? And what does that actually mean? That you decide to steal from the poorest of the people in the poorest state because of what about your daughter? Is she going to now become, what, a pro volleyball player? What does that what does that give? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What, what, is, what is that going no, to do for her and her teammates? Mm-hmm. Or did you owe a favor based on something else that you did? Maybe like you did with Aaron Andrews. I don't know. I'm just asking a question because I'm confused about what decided the fate of these people's money to be transferred to a women's volleyball facility. And and I'm not going to make this about the WNBA. I'm really just making this about the women's volleyball in that state. Please tell me the last superstar that came out. There were multiple wheels greased in that in that situation, everybody got everybody got a payday. Everybody got a payday, mm-hmm. and they did it because they could. Simple, because they mm. could. Mm. Because they I, could. I just, True. Is he? Nope. Is he sorry? 
No, is the first first, <laughs> first answer. No. And ding, ding, it, ding. or or is he even uh, personally? I think the only thing that he's sorry about is that he got caught. If oh. if, if he wouldn't have got caught, then no. I don't think it would even be an issue. It would just be well. Yeah. He also learned a, a, a hard lesson in knowing that he had some people who were going to speak publicly with that governor. You know what I'm saying? And then here's keeping the tape of Brett saying, uh, you think anybody going to ask where this money came from? And dude taping the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so dude was already hedging his bet and, and covering his back. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, we got, I'm we a got politician this. player. I know how we do this. Hey, Brett, yeah, whatever you need, baby. I got Record you. I love Green everything. Bay. I'm a cheesehead. Record everything. Everything. Um, I just – it that, that just goes back to um, – the first segment we were talking about being able to to change the narrative and, and to be able to shape the narrative and be able to shape reality the way that you wanted to and him saying oh well you know that wasn't me i didn't do i, I didn't know anything about it it's like so, no yeah yeah you did but let me tell you why they also got away with jr and that's because no one would have thought any different no. if the bad parts of the neighborhood if the poorest parts of the community didn't actually get any change nobody would no. because we, we we've embraced they did it to themselves, but that goes that's back how they just are. That's, that's how it's just supposed to be. That goes back to your report card. Mm-hmm. That goes back to what you were saying in the first segment about actually an accountability and a review of of of, of what are you doing? What you know? Because you see that that stuff can't fly under the radar if if I come check on you every now and then. You know, it, it, it wasn't being checked on, and they don't want to ever do it in sequence. You never. They they'll do the they'll do the first ten ten blocks in the neighborhood and leave the next forty. Yep. Then they'll do the last ten blocks in the neighborhood three years later and leave the middle, and then play checkers in between which ten of the next three finally get done over the next ten years. So at the end, over time, they've all gotten redone. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing them all together, it would have looked like progress because it's way cheaper than. And when it looks like progress, people feel progress. What they say when something looks clean, you keep it clean. Yep. They don't want that. I'm glad you brought up, you know, the, the whole report card thing and checking on people and accountability. That also shows you the power and it's, it's, it's not a, I'm not dissing the communities that were involved that, you know, that were affected. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that shows you the power of participation. Mm-hmm. That shows you the power of being involved because the people who were involved or the people who were uh, affected by it, I'm pretty sure they weren't at those city council, council meetings. meetings. I'm pretty sure they weren't there. I'm not... I'm not going to say for sure because I don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that's the that's the 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 the, the culture that does that doesn't believe in that. They be like, oh no, voting doesn't no. But this is what happens when you don't keep your eye on the ball and you don't participate. This is what happens, and things like this have to come out via news reports. Mm-hmm. You see all these these uh these different newspapers. They come out with it. Mm-hmm. It's nobody's imagine imagine a neighborhood that's affluent. And then they supposed to have fifteen stoplights, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they get thirteen. Oh, oh, oh they, bro, oh, somebody's writing a letter. Oh, yeah, and sending bro, email. what? Because they are, they, and they right at that meeting. Like, uh, we supposed to, where's fourteen and fifteen? Because we didn't get those. But the communities that don't participate, unfortunately, this is what happens, and that's a microcosm of the entire. That's well, a microcosm of just the the the, the system. Period. The squeaky but, wheel gets the oil. Yes, but let me also man. say this: when for those for me. that media that's out there. For those groups in those in those marginalized communities that do have the participants but don't have anyone to get the story out that they are begging for help, that's true too. So we we in some areas we got the participation. 
But we don't have anyone that's going to spotlight those who are asking and begging. Mm. So it, it, you know, and then you, or you throw it in some weird hour and you and you bring and you hint at it or bring it up, but you don't do it to draw attention. You do it to just say you you fulfilled the request, and so then nothing actually it's changes, true. nothing that's gets true. done, and but you still get to have your back covered, saying, "Oh no, no, you didn't see the one o'clock episode of the news? Oh, we brought up how uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. High does need new A, B, and C, and and left it at that, yep. but." But they get their back covered. We that's why once again what we need is our own Oprah Winfrey. Please take your own TV one. Please take your network and let's twist a few more things that are informative in those down hours or parts of the day that you don't have to focus on making a profit for your network to succeed. And this this is the part that separates uh, us from them is. Like you said, they didn't have the people at the council meetings. Even if they did, it's the equivalent of Khalif Browder not having the right lawyer, mm-hmm. not having the yeah. right representation. Yeah. Because you can have people stepping up for you all day long mm-hmm. if they don't have the connections, if they don't have, yep. if they don't the have relationship. the relationships and the chance to actually make a change but they just stand up talking then you just sound like Tory Lane's father up there screaming up there and blaming other black people instead of what actually happened to his son yeah that that whole situation you just talking about sounds systemic but mm-hmm. we can't talk about that because yep. CRT is some bush uh anyway uh yes JR thank you very much for that segment because that that took me back to I swear I got like five episodes that I know I have to go back and listen to again <laughs> gotcha. I swear check uh, them out oh man go back and listen uh Earth I do okay. I do have one more and um it, it's it's a small one, but I, I it's small but it's big. Um and that's um uh Lauren Bobit and um uh, Marjorie Taylor oh, Green. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And and I go back to uh the State of the Union um that we had earlier this year mm-hmm. and um and my disgust on seeing um uh, these individuals conduct. Right. Okay. What a stage when you had the vice president, um, you know, Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi in the background of President Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. That was a kind of a historic moment. Right. It was, it was one that was supposed to be kind of embraced. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, two powerful females standing side by side for our country. Right. And these two nut nutcases, I would say, <laughs> didn't even get, have the decorum enough to present themselves as as elected officials of this country. Um, I found that to be disgusting. I don't think it was talked about enough. Um, I am of the opinion that, yeah, you can voice your opinion, but when you're on the, when the world is watching us, we're on the stage of the world, I believe this country has to demand a certain amount of decorum, a certain amount of, of uh, a look that we should have. And sorry if you say it's freedom of this, freedom of that, there's a time and a place for everything. How do we tell our kids that there's a time and a place for everything? When these crybabies act like pouting little, uh, let me not call them that. Yeah. But, but, but. <laughs> I was perfectly good with coming ready. up with that B-word. I was but, ready. Sorry, it was coming. It's rare. Ready, it's know. rare, but I was, <laughs> I was down ready. for that. But how do, we, how do we resolve any issue in this country with, 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 with this kind of behavior in leadership? And then we have later on, Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about she would have had people armed 
on the January 6th date, instead of de-escalating, she would have escalated. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, she wanted to de-escalate the police. She wanted to de-escalate the police. This is like, this is, we have to correct some of these things here in this country. And we got we, we, we to put a better foot forward here, man. And, and I don't know how we do it. I don't know if we start to dismiss people, if you can dismiss people from something in the State of the Union. Or you're gonna just gonna tell me, oh, this is just the way we go about doing things. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe Irv can fill me in on why we can or cannot do that, or how does that work? Because I, I don't, I don't understand it. First, we got to be able to admit that there's a problem. <clears throat> there's a lot of people that don't see these these two individuals and the people that voted them into office as as a problem. The fact that your whole issue, or that you don't really have an issue, it's just grievance. You, you you're just mad that the mm. world isn't treating you like you expect to be treated mm-hmm. and there's no law or anything neither one of these two people have anything constructive to put forward to say this is something that we can actually change our society with outside of bitching and complaining about the situation that they believe is negative for them and I don't even want to say they're constituents because it really doesn't seem like no. they're they're supporting. I, I I have a hard time believing that the majority of the people in their district are just supportive of grievance as opposed to actually wanting to put laws in place and govern. Yeah, I mean, I mean to actually have constituents. I mean, man, there's a level of pride. There should be a a level of something and integrity that you have. And I understand that. And we don't, I think as a country, we just have to start to demand this from these kind of folks. You know, you know what's, what I told you, you got to have someone oversee it. You, know, you, know, you have to do some of the things we're asking you do, to do, which got you elected by the people who requested it. You know what's crazy? Um, So we, what episode? This is like 104? Something like 134 yeah, or something like that? Four, <clears throat> so I remember when uh, I would look at the stats and we would have like five or ten of y'all listening. Right, I remember that, and I was I, I was proud at the time. I was like, we got you know, and this was a listening. long time ago. <laughs> this is a long time ago. So, right. Now we have thousands, and shout out to y'all. We love y'all. Right on. But we have a responsibility for what we do for y'all just listening to us talk. Right, we have a certain responsibility. We have a certain uh, duty to bring y'all truth and entertain. Mm-hmm. But we we feel that I can't imagine being in that kind of position of power to actually affect change. And for you to say, I don't care about that. I'm just gonna do what I want. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do whatever best serves me. I can't. It doesn't. I can't. I don't. I can't understand it. Right. I can't, I, what, what person I, signs up for that? Right. I I can't understand it only because the one thing. Let me just uh, give you a, a transformation of of perspective to understand this one thing. Yeah, the world looks at us crazy for what we're doing now, especially about abortion and things like that. But guess what? The world also did. It followed our lead when we brought in 45. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When yeah. Germany, when yes. England, England. Yes. Went right wing. Yeah. Did, again, I don't want to put it on the sides thing because we've always had multiple sides. It's when you decided, no, I'm taking the extremist that acts like him. When you decided that. This is the way we want to go because this is our future for the short term. When they decided that, oh, we're going to absolutely follow this. And then they turned around and was like, oh, now you look crazy. No, bitch, you wasn't feeling that way when Boris took over in fucking England. 
You wasn't feeling that way when Germany was going crazy. You wasn't feeling that way then. And we're the fucking kids on the block. Just because we got the biggest guns does not change the fact that we are kids on the block. So what Kyle Rittenhouse is what you saying? What Kyle Rittenhouse? I am not going to make us <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse because of he had parents. True. <laughs> the difference is yeah. our parents, if we want to make it like that, becomes England mm. and you can't play follow the leader as a fucking parent mm. so if that's the case mm. then all the people who made us who we are all the people we bought scientists from after wars and gave them great money to follow up and have children mm-hmm. and let them be leaders on our side nah you're not allowed to look down on us when you decided to support everything that our crazies did but that being said, we are supposed to be democratic leaders. When we decided that we wanted to get away from that, we should just change what we're saying. We don't want to be Democrats anymore. We don't want to be democratic anymore. Yeah, Even though we were never a democracy, we were always a republic. But again, getting back to all of that, let's just say, hey, we don't want to do it this way anymore. We actually want kings. Cool. Say what you want. Mm. Be about that life if you want to be about that life. But stop pretending mm-hmm. that you're doing it in silence when in the public you're lying to everyone. Mm. Just be ballsy about it and just be like, yo, wouldn't you feel better if 45 could be here for 40 years? Yeah. Just say it. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge part of the population that feels that way. Um <clears throat> so Yeah, so I I I'm good with that and um, you know, I I'm excited to hear what Irv has to say. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, ready. Irv, I'm Irv, ready. Irv, 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 I'm, I'm yeah. itching. I'm All ready. right, so don't get mad. I mean, I may have misunderstood the assignment when it was given out because everybody has <laughs> given a topic about which they were No, nah, whatever you want, man, whatever you want. Yeah, want you so, topic, theme, my, issue, whatever. My thing was our show in uh, Charlotte. It was our first and only so far oh, yeah. road show. No um, mm-hmm. Just showed me the... Um, the opportunity that is actually in front of us, the the potential that we have. I mean, t- to me, it was dope. The idea that we can pack up and locate ourselves anywhere that has power that we can plug into. <laughs> we yes, sir. Bust a show out. The and the fact that we had KG on the phone, when, when we still haven't done this with any of our listeners, which we, it's something that we're, oh, yeah, we're are definitely closer to doing it in 2023. Um, but all that, I mean, just it just all that in itself, the camaraderie of the trip itself, yeah. getting there, setting up, doing the show, having everybody, even though we weren't all together, we were together. together. Um, it, it just, the it, it didn't seem like the light bulb was on. I mean, I knew we had something, but that that show right there just made me say, Damn, we might we might have, <laughs> we yeah, might got a show. These so guys are right. up here that we just gotta open the cap on and let yeah. this thing go. I mean, like yeah. I said, we we can go anywhere. We can travel international, not not just national. We can travel anywhere on, yeah. internationally, anywhere, and stream this show, bro. We, I mean, we can go anywhere and do the damn thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that was the first time I was like, "World, y'all better watch out because we about to be all." <laughs> 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 I can feel the. They should have never gave you people <laughs> money. Just losing, bro. We just it just it's it's right there. But yeah, that that man. was my 
my first initial uh, thought when when we first had this conversation. Shout out yeah. to the Queen City. Yeah, man. shout out to the Queen City, man. We had a ball for hosting us like y'all did. Yeah. The Hexes people for putting the, it down for yeah. us, man. It was just everything just fell into place. And you know what? That <clears throat> that that show because we went we immediately went from hanging out having a good time mm-hmm. to immediately being like boom. What are we talking about? Yeah, it was big. All right, we're going to go into this. We're going to do that. All right, it was like second nature. It was like boom, 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 boom. Got the show, knocked it out. And it was like, all right, let's get back to partying. It was, Absolutely, yeah. man. And you so, know, that was when Yavaldi happened. Because it was, it was wild because we had, on, on the trip down, we had no idea that that was going to be what had happened. It was like, mm-hmm. like you said, on, at the beginning of the show, you opened up, we was like, um, you know, we, we got another tragedy that's happened. You know, we, we this is going on, but what has happened, has occurred is this... A terrible event in Uvalde yeah. where all this right. loss of life was. Yeah. But that's, you know, that was the start of the conversation. It was, so man, it was, like, it was, it was it special, was man. Shout out to the dog walkers as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, how about this? Shout out to uh, my cousin Ed. Shout out to yeah. Ed Lover. Yeah. Yeah. My Aunt Janice yes. made the mac and cheese. Shout out to Uncle Rob. I would never forget that mac and cheese. Look, yeah. How about this? Ever. So Real. I talked to Aunt Janice last week. So what I decided was, I was like, what you got going on Saturday? So I said, so you got to have your date night, Uncle Rob. You know, mm, you get right. Yeah, what yeah. I got you, I got you straight. So I called my cousin. I said, here's what I'm about to do. I ordered. Shout out to Western Seafood. Yes, sir. Yes, Western sir. Market. They they cook it fresh on the spot. Right there. So at first, I kept calling and calling, and he weren't picking up. So then my cousin, he pulled up on him. They was in. So I was. He handed them the phone. <laughs> let me order for my aunt and uncle. Took care of them. Got them straight for a little Christmas gift. You know That's what I'm saying? Because you kept mentioning how good the food was. If y'all haven't had Western Seafood Market in Charlotte, check it out. Yes. I'm telling you now, it's the truth. The frog legs is bomb, y'all. And, <laughs> I had it, yeah. Man, and even the frog legs. How about that? <laughs> even the frog legs is bomb. Man, yeah. they had a little bit of everything. <laughs> Can on, you imagine yeah. seeing your potential in front of your eyes? And that's one of the things about starting a podcast. And, and I don't want this to come off uh, egotistical. I want this to come off just innate to what happened. And I really want to push this on the easy because being preemptive about technology so that when the situation happens, you're already prepared for it happening. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things that you just don't think of on the outside if you're not thinking about what you want the big picture to be. You just want to take part and have fun with your friends and do a thing. Mm -hmm. And then you get there and it's like, hold up. No, we've been prepared for this yeah. thing to happen. We've been prepared for this other thing to happen. Yeah. We've been always stepping ahead of certain things that we want to happen because there are constant conversations on, hey, what do you want to do with this? Oh, I want to do that. I want to do this, that, and the other. And technology-wise, easy has been oh, uh, yeah. the maestro yeah. that's always been like, yeah. okay, well, I know you looked at this. I looked at that. But this right here, this would be better than that. Let me, right. tell, you, let me tell you what's great. Yeah. The, the whole time frame for that, that whole era uh, of last year involved us the week before we left, Buffalo mass shooting, Uvalde mm-hmm. the next week, and then the Tulsa, Oklahoma man. So you're saying we can't go out of town anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I just because I just looked down at my, at my I was like, when, when was that? When, what episode? And, and Uvalde was episode seventy. Mm, so okay. anybody trying to check it out, just a quick one. You want to hear that? But Buffalo, Uvalde, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, in, in, in Tulsa, Tulsa, 
Yeah. And we had to tell the world about what you didn't remember about Tulsa, even though there there had been a, the one new, movie about it. Right. But this was, you know, it's just, this was about the mass shooting, not the massacre. Yeah. This, I, that yeah. was the point here. It was yeah. a, these are three mass shootings in a row. In such a, short, just, you know, such a short span of time, man. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. 70, 71 yeah, are because, Buffalo again. Oh, hold on. Just refresh my memory. Which one came first? Was it Buffalo or it Buffalo? Yeah, Buffalo? Buffalo was 69. So, so we were fresh off of Buffalo, and I think no sooner than we landed, I mean, we, we our topic is it already but was on Same Uvalde. Exactly. And then we were already like, man, so that was a short window of time for such great tragedy. And it's it's to it's, come home to the Tulsa. And yeah. it's 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 so humbling to know that there are people that rely on what we do to give them a a, a genuine perspective. Right. Versus just seeing it on CNN and them giving you or at Fox and them just giving you like the standard just surface breakdown and we actually give you we give you our our emotion, we give you our passion, we give you our perspective, we give you unfiltered us instead of it just being like a reporter. A reporter could be on the ground and be like, yeah, so this happened, this happened, this happened, the sheriff said this and the mayor said this. All right, back to you. It's like, no, we you're gonna get you you're gonna get all you get all of us when we talk about these issues. And sometimes but, you're gonna get it before the news people give it to you. Yeah. And the and and real talk, Irv, uh a super trip, super yes. duper trip. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it was just we. It was it was smooth. Uh, we didn't have any hiccups. We, it, it was just one thing to the next. Everything that was planned went in, went in order. Mm-hmm. Handled our business. Got what we got. Wonderful. Got a, it relaxed to the fullest. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, and then and then handled our business as far as being able to again not only take okay. advantage of the city. Shout out to the cigar bar again that took yes, care of yes, last sir. night. Truly. <laughs> But you know, yeah, just I told easy. To, like you said, just to get out there and do it to transition and not have a problem, banging. Truly, I mean, like I told Easy coming on, truly, um, the highlight of my year, um, you know, because of the camaraderie I had with y'all brothers there. So it's one of those things to simply say you had to be there. Yeah, yeah. Don't on that <laughs> yep. yeah, to be there next oh. or be there next. Yeah, yes, yes sir. <laughs> uh, so Charlotte was it? Was it? Yeah, that was my first joint. My second joint was our why we do this show. Yeah, so, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so I just show. thought it was really the def- first of all the the longevity that we've had maybe a hundred and some episodes right. to me that just is a sign of the dedication that we all have to our craft. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody keeps nobody does anything a hundred times unless you're really into it. Mm-hmm. You getting paid or you love what you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, or, so, yeah. or, somewhere in there, or you for slavery? You know? sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me free, boss. That's a fact. Um, that's, that's still survival. But the 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 fact that um, we we all have jobs, uh, we all have families, we all have other priorities um, that need to get taken care of, but we still find ourselves here every Friday to take that's care cool. of business. It's just you yeah. know, yeah, just a testament to you dudes, bro, to us as a group. And yeah. like I said, hopefully we can. Keep it going in 2023. Ain't no hopefully. Make it better. Ain't no hopefully. Yeah, no. Ho- hopefully, no hopefully we can make it better. Better. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no hopefully. We this is this is it. This we, is it. Y'all ain't getting rid of us. And man. we do that through you. So and, spread the word. Tell somebody to tell somebody. We all we 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 don't have no shame. And like we grassroots. Real uh, grass. Yeah. No you know shame at if all. You, if you want to discuss <laughs> it, if you realize why discussing these things are important, if you want, if you if you trying to move the needle, if you're a part of something and, and you're not get you know you're not getting fed. Yeah. Pull up. Holla. Info at udk.com. 
Com. There you go. Talk to us. Yeah, yeah. Suggest something. Oh, man. Oh, wonderful show. Last one of 2022, but just get ready for next year because we got bigger and better things in store. Springboard. And we, yeah, we ain't, we not stopping. We not slowing down. Y'all better keep up. Oh, man. Last shout out of the year. Hex. Shout outs. Man. Uh, shout out to uh, my cousin in his new uh, position as a athletic director at a major university. Yes, sir. Uh, who's leaving... Uh, North Carolina and uh, going out to uh, California and I just wish you the best brother thank you for supporting the show thank you for always listening thank you for passing it on thank you for sharing with your other Kappa brothers and and so on Uh, and I wish you nothing but the best and uh, I know you're going to be great at what you're about to do shout out to my family uh, for like again being understanding and cool because they're excited about UDK so, you know, when I leave and like, hey, I'm headed again, it's another Friday, I, I never feel an ill vibe. That's never the case. It's all support, and I appreciate that because, again, it, 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 you know, everything that always uh, turned out rosy. Mm. But in this case, it's true support, and uh, can't, can't be nothing but more than grateful for that. Shout out to you, you guys. Yeah, yes, sir. Another yes, 365, sir. we've done this. Uh, makes it genuine, makes it real. Um, and to... Uh, to, to have the the ability to stick to something with the consistency that we've done, uh, especially dealing with all the stuff we dealt with with the COVID from, from so on, so mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Irv, shout out, shout out to DJ Thunder and Powerhouse Radio. You know I got to shout my Irvinators out, man. At the end of the year, bro. Got to got to shout out my dirt bags, fellas. You know, <laughs> New <laughs> Year, New Ride. We gonna ride. Still uh, dirty. Yes, sir. <laughs> dirt Still riding. Dirty. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out my girls, man. I love y'all. Another year in the book. Let's make the next year even more prosperous and profitable. One. Want to shout out my UDK podcast family. Yeah. Um, the fans, man, we can't do this without y'all. Um, we hope y'all gonna ride with us even more in 2023 than y'all did in 2022. Stick um, with wishing y'all nothing but good things and good favors in the new year. Yeah. KG, shout out. Shout out to all the people that see any change and say, start hitting you up and be like, yo, what happened on on that episode? Y'all, y'all good? Y'all, y'all, every, everything good? Like, that's beautiful. That lets people let you know that people listening. Shout out to everybody who is going through or supports mental health. Um, from personal standpoint, that goes to my brothers. It goes to family. It goes to people who just have love for you. Shout out to SP. Um, SP. Shout out, shout out to TC. Shout out to people who just stand up for you in the meanwhile and just be like, "Yo, that's my man. He's doing his thing." Um, Shout out to everybody who understands that none of this is done for us and it's always done for y'all. Um, if you've been a part of this growth, again, coming from when it was three people listening to when it was just us listening to when we've gotten to thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about that and we talk about like per month just growth. Growth happening in real numbers and where those numbers are coming from. And we've kind of shown y'all some of that along the way. But please understand, we know and see everything about all the uh, numbers and statistics that come through that. We really acknowledge that and we love that. 
um, shout out to people who understand that this is about way more than what any of us could do individually. This is about what a collective growing is really about. And it's just love to all of them, to all of UDK, to the people who would, you know, buy a special thing (laughs) that uh, stand out, that represent us very well, um, whether that be just a look or whether it's just uh, a feeling. And we respect and love all of you, UDK. JR, shout out. Hey, man, I'm still some thunder from you, Maestro. Um, shout out to anyone who's ever listened to this podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Buck Mark is saving for later. Say this shit is dope. Told the dog, told the cat, told everybody. <laughs> this shit is dope. <laughs> hey, we love y'all, man. And we look forward to seeing y'all in 23. And I know the Maestro's going to say it again oh, the yeah. right way, but I just had to jump in there, man. But thank you for all y'all listeners and, and everybody who's weighed in and everybody who's given us love and let us know that, man. We, we got something special here, something that we already know. But to, to hear it confirmed, I mean, man, it's, you know, the love has just been tremendous. Um, shout out to, you know, everybody in my family who supported. Shout out to all the Irvinators. Uh, shout out to um, Hex Peoples in, um, in Charlotte, man, everywhere, man, that, we, that we've been around. And people have just given us love, man. And, um, you know, we look forward to doing this, you know, bigger and better in 23. Yeah. <sighs> Last time. Mm-hmm. For this year. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark a safe for later. Like, oh, shit, this shit is dope. They send somebody to listen to it. Oh, shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again in 2023 because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U-D-K. Baby. Understand me now If sometimes you see that I'm mad Don't you know no one alive Can always be an angel When everything goes wrong You see some bad But I'm just a soul Whose intentions are good Oh Lord Please don't let me be misunderstood Don't let me be misunderstood Don't let me be misunderstood You know sometimes, baby, I'm 